Oh, I just had a big gulp of drink. I'm all sweaty. <laughs> yeah. I've been moving boxes. Mm, Let's do this. Sounds good. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm, your destination for all things nerdy. I'm sitting on a box at the moment. Still in my underwear, so... Well, actually, I am in my underwear, which is a bit different from being naked while yeah, recording. Yeah, I was about to say, you're wearing a little more than you usually do then. Can we, yeah. switch, can we switch this to a video call? <laughs> so oh, look, it, it, says, it says on the screen, make this a video call. It's we should free. switch it to a video call, because Luke hasn't seen my new beard. Mm. You have a beard now? Yeah, I'm I turning do. on my video. Hi, Matt. Sup, buddy? I can't How about see me? You. Can you see me? Hello, yeah, I can. Yeah. Yep. Very nice. I'm sorry, I don't have my webcam set up. Ah, ruined. But uh, that's that's a, you actually have a beard for a change. I know. I know. I know. For a change. It's, <laughs> it's about time. It's legitimate. It's a legitimate beard. We will, I'm, I'm sure that we'll post a link to this in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so what did I miss last week? I'm sorry, I didn't listen last week, but I'm back again. That's you right. Didn't listen, just Matt and me shooting the shit. Hmm. But if you didn't listen, that means you didn't hear our promo live on air. But you've heard it since. Um, no, I actually haven't yet. Sorry. You haven't heard it <laughs> so at not all. only did you not listen to the podcast, you didn't bother listening to the two-minute clip that Matt sent you. I, I have a... That's the reason behind it. I've been moving and right, I've had no right. internet. Right. right. That is a pretty good excuse. Yeah. So I've got internet set up today. I've downloaded the podcast. I'm ready to listen to it now. Well, I'm gonna so play I will it. catch up. I'm going to play it for you now anyway. Oh, awesome. Please do. In a world where dragons once soared... I, I don't care what you saw. There weren't any dragons. Like, that's, that's just a fact. Where dwarf and man battle for supremacy... They are kind of... Dangerous? Not dangerous, but they are kind of uh, ethereal beings, these dwarves usually are. And, and they're asexual. Really? Where men worship the moon. Right. Wait, are you inferring that you want to jack off onto the moon? Yes. Wait. I would. Absolutely. Dave, of 100%. course they did. <laughs> and terrifying creatures stalk the land. You wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. You need a hero. I think you, you, you have to honestly say there's going to be a line you have to draw somewhere. And for me, that line was when the Batmobile just crashed and pretty much caught on fire, and then a motorbike popped out. You need a podcast. Suck a dick and download our podcast. You need multiple nerdgasm. There you go. That was great, and I apologize for not listening to that earlier. <laughs> no apology. You're the one who misses out. Yeah. Well, he's just heard it, so. Yeah. Apparently, that, Luke, apparently, Luke can just do whatever he wants. That crescendo at the end is epic. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, all right, well, should we get into some news? Well, I think yeah, the first let's... thing we really need to start off with is Spock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have lost Spock. He's no longer with us. No. Yeah. Died Look. of AIDS. <laughs> he did not die of AIDS. Uh. Luke, Vulcan everyone AIDS. on this podcast dies of AIDS. Well, no, don't, AIDS. don't die from AIDS. You die from stuff you, like pneumonia or something. <laughs> Sorry. He right. died from complications <laughs> related to AIDS. <laughs> Can Vulcans get AIDS? Have they addressed that in any of the new films? Uh, I uh, don't surely, think they do. Surely the films in the 80s would have addressed that. They would have had to. Yeah. 
I mean, they they addressed the whale issue. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that they right. didn't tackle the AIDS crisis. He directed that one, didn't he? Am I remembering that correctly? You could be right. Hmm. It is a kind of leftist pinko bullshit that he would be into. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we lost Little Nimoy, and then we also had all the fans hating on Captain Kirk, William Shatner, for not going to his funeral. He didn't go. No. Is that right? I what is wrong this. with him? No, no, no. I actually, I'm, I stand by what he's done. Because, you know, it comes down to what I think. Or not done. But what it was is he had a Red Cross event planned for that, for the night before. And right. he's gone, look, I've got this. I've committed to this a long time ago. A lot of money's been raised. I'm going to go to that. He then tweeted, uh, hi, let's all meet here. And I think he organised to meet at a beach or something and let's remember him. Right. Like, okay. really nice. Like, sorry, I can't make it because I'm doing this to raise money. Let's, But still wanting to do something. And that counts. In- I mean, look, to the dead person, it doesn't matter whether you're honouring their memory at the cemetery or on a beach. In fact, no. I'm quite sure Leonard Nimoy would be okay with that. Yeah. Now, now that you've explained it. Yeah. 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 But no, internet, Kirk's yeah. a dick. Once again, internet. <laughs> just fucking read the whole article. Please. Yeah. That's all I ask. If you have the same opinion at the end than at the start, fine. But just don't say anything until you've read to the end. But here's a question Do we know if they were still close friends? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I know that Sulu and Kirk aren't talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Except is in that aggressive. True? Email uh, aggressive YouTube videos to each other. Is that is that? I, I wasn't sure if that was real. Actually, I did hear that. There um, is it. Is it because Shatner's not happy with him being gay? Well, no. Shatner actually went to his wedding. Oh, I thought he didn't. I thought no, that no. Was... He went to his wedding, but then forgot that he did. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have to because he, did, he didn't see a gold. man. He didn't see a man and a woman kiss. So in his brain, he hadn't been to a wedding. <laughs> Uh, nice. So, but yeah, I remember um, that video where Shatner was saying that he thought the reason that there was a feud was because um, George thought, what, what is it? He was jealous that Shatner got to play the captain. What? What? And he's just been holding it in for forty, fifty <laughs> yeah. years. Oh, uh, it was rambling. I mean, you know, Shatner. Yeah, it was this. Course. It was this rant about, and I said to him, you know, <laughs> do do another show, be the captain of of your own spaceship. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would watch that. I could watch that man babble about anything. <laughs> yeah. He's hilarious. You know what? They should have done a spin-off series where Sulu and Kirk did become enemies, <laughs> and right. Sulu was the captain of another starship. Yeah, that Sulu should have been Khan. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, um, is there a geek of the week in that, or you will be missed? Oh, definitely Leonard Nimoy, geek of the week. Did you see his last tweet, hey, Matt? Can we do a um? Can we do like a like a down tempo geek of the week? Because I think our current geek of the week, uh, jingle is just going to be way too upbeat for for a, a funerary tribute. All right, I'll do, we need something, I'll do something in a minor key. I'll do something special. And uh, I'll insert it here. Leonard Nimoy is King of the Week. 
beautiful. That was beautiful, Matt. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> In advance. I'm going to make it the zaniest thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be, he was a cunt and he died a cunt. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of uh, exploring strange new worlds, mm. uh, some people from Earth are going to be exploring Mars. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, but, um, supposedly. crashing into Mars. No, <laughs> yeah, right. no, no, no. Not or leaving the Earth. Exploding is my in, in Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, you want to put your money on that? My money is there will be no spaceship. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they've already said this would cost them hundreds of billions to do and that getting the money is the part of the plan they haven't yet worked out yeah but have you uh, this is Mars 1 we're talking about obviously they've said that people keep saying oh the technology doesn't exist and they're like well that's fine it will <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> alright then <laughs> yeah when we invent it yeah no 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 well someone else is going to have to invent it because you know they're not, they don't have the funds <laughs> or the, the time no, to do they that they don't have Anything. We are way too busy interviewing candidates. Yeah, to we've deal got with a that. website, and people have sent in videos to that website. But not all people. Famously, Luke didn't send one in. Famously, um, and now that they've now that they've cut it down, well, who else is even remotely famous for not entering the Mars One competition? <laughs> yeah. Other than Luke, I mean, I yeah. ask you, he's known on the internet for this, for yeah. paying the thirty dollars to download the application form and then not <laughs> filling it out. Yeah. I read a um, an, it was an interview, it was an article, really, a, a quite lengthy article about somebody who is one of the hopefuls for the Mars mm. One mission, who did pay the fee and did fill in the form, and is was is or was on the list. I don't know if he still is, because um, they've narrowed it down some. Yeah. But they went to his house, and he has devoted his life to this now. Oh, God. And it's like, yes. Jesus. Because... I don't think it's going to happen. Like, of course, it's not going to happen. This guy's what? from Perth. Of course, it's not going to happen. The one the good guy... thing that I think comes out of this is it's got people interested. Yeah, well, look, and talking that's, about that's it. Fair, but here's the thing: look, we all know that NASA's not going to put us on Mars. All right, it ju- it's, it's just not. If it if it happens, if man lands on Mars, it's going to be private enterprise, but it will be big business. It won't be a reality TV show. It'll be yeah, a right. mining company or some kind of military thing, somebody with a big laser pointed at the Earth, or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, look, I, I want to know, Luke, now that the list has been cut down and people are one step closer to this, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, are you regretting not sending in that application? I am. Mm. Because you could well, still be in the running if, and if you had sent it in. And your life situation's changed somewhat since, mm. since those yeah, just- days. Just a little bit, yes. Do you so still, oh, do you yeah, still think you could abandon stuff everything? I would miss now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like us, obviously. <laughs> so of course. You, well, no, 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 no. We were around before this. <laughs> no, no, no. But what Luke is I was saying is that he'd like to stay on Earth for his girlfriend, but for his oldest and closest friends who have been there for him through thick and thin. And us. <laughs> My theory is I'd still be able to talk to you guys using the... Mars Wi-Fi, <laughs> right? Yeah, but talk to your girlfriend. God, can you imagine the delay that we get on Skype now? Oh, sometimes, can you imagine, imagine trying to record this Mars? podcast when one of us lives on another planet? <laughs> <laughs> Do they have the NBN on Mars? Oh, 
Oh, they must. There's the, nowhere else. It's the um, MB, MBN. <laughs> well, you know, I read an interesting fact recently. Mm. There is faster Wi-Fi on the moon than there is in Sydney. What? Yeah. How does it get there? I don't know. That's where my knowledge of it ends. But that was a fact I read. Hold on, let me Google it. Let me back this up with some science. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> and it just let it hang? Yeah. The moon yeah. is now a Wi-Fi hotspot. There you go. And this is from Al Jazeera. I'm on Al Jazeera right now. I'm not on The right. Onion. <laughs> right. A new hotspot location should impress even the most jaded amongst us. For the first time, scientists have demonstrated it's possible to beam a wireless internet signal across the 238,900 miles separating Earth from the Moon. The demonstration done by researchers at NASA and MIT means that future Moon explorers can check in at the Mare Imbrium. You know what that is? (laughs) <laughs> and post no. lunar selfies with a greater speed than you do from your home network. Interesting. Well, wow, okay. All right, so I guess I guess we could still do the podcast. Yeah. In the- well, from the moon. Not from Mars, but you could do <laughs> from it from the moon. The moon. It's going to oh. be like China all over again. We're going to be like, where are all these lunar listeners coming from? <laughs> <laughs> that would be lovely. And it's just because the, the signal's been routed via the moon to Mars and everyone on the Mars One project is listening. <laughs> I read a great quote about the Mars One project recently, actually, that I never thought of before. I mean, everyone who goes up there is told you know, this is a one-way mission, so everybody knows that it's it's a yeah. It's you, essentially you will a probably die. Mission. Yeah. Well, no, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Right. And if you go to Mars, you're gonna die oh, on right. Mars. Yeah. But um, somebody uh, that I follow on Twitter pointed out this: being the first one out of a hundred people to die on Mars is one thing. But being the hundredth person to die on Mars, that's some grim shit. <laughs> that's true as well. And I'd never thought of that. Imagine being the last one. You're on a planet inhabited by 100 people, 99 of which have now died. That will happen to someone if this goes ahead. Yeah, and you are you'll the just only be person around by alive on that planet. Yeah. Wow. I mean, maybe their plan is that by then they've sent up more people, but I don't know. <laughs> I'll be very surprised if they can even get one up there. Well, we'll see, I guess. How do you feel about that, Luke? Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> what would you do with your day? I'd rather be the last one than the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk, okay. Talk, Take us through Talk it. us through a day in the life of Cripple on Mars, the last surviving member of the human race on the planet. Wake up, turn the Xbox on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Play? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe go for a walk. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 look In- at that. The the uh the 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 oxygen systems are down. Um, what are you going to do about that, hey? Uh, I'm sure there'd be backups or something that would kick in would it there? Oh. Why are you yep. asking the wrong people? All right, we the don't know anything about the backups this. have kicked in. What do you do next? <laughs> <laughs> Play the Xbox. But yeah, back to the Xbox. Right. Yeah. So I'm, your day a day in the life of Luke on Mars is pretty similar to a day in the life of Luke on Earth. Yeah. Except on Mars. Except on Mars. And I don't have to go to work. <laughs> well, no, True. 
being up there would be your job. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've got stuff to do. I mean, when I was watching that movie Moon, I didn't see him play in the Xbox. He was always doing something. Collecting moon dust. Well, yeah. the, last, the last guy there, I'm sure I work for a day or two, and then I have the rest of the time off. Hey, Luke, <laughs> work, work, work from week. home. <laughs> what do you reckon your bandwidth is up there on the moon? How many games do you reckon you could download on the moon on Mars? Well, it might take some time to pl- download them, but I I'm not going to be playing online a lot. <laughs> True. So downloading, I don't think will be a problem. Hmm. Yeah, I think All it'll right. be fine. Just single-player games. As long as they stop all these co-op games, I'll be fine. Well, now that everybody's got an Xbox One or a PS4, mm-hmm. um, every time I turn on my Xbox 360, um, I'm either alone or occasionally Luke's there with me. Yeah. So uh, nothing will change for me. No, doesn't it'll, it say, it'll be um, Luke and I and then eventually just me. Doesn't it say on Xbox One or something if I'm online? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. It might say that for you, but it doesn't say that to the 360 user. Who am I kidding? I haven't used mine in ages. Yeah. I've barely well, been playing any games really except for the 150 hours that I've played Civ 5. <laughs> God. And I, um, I went back to Skyrim, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I've yeah. been thinking about that. What was um, Dragon Age not good enough for you? Well, here's the thing: Dragon playing Age, Dragon Age made you remember how good Skyrim was. I was enjoying Dragon Age, and I, I think if I sat down and started to play it, I'd probably get back into it. But it's like I haven't played it in a while, and when I think about it now, I'm very aware of how like an MMO it is, yeah. and how it's kind of like I feel like I've got a, a to-do list. And I'm going to log on and check the to-do list. And it's like, all right, let's get this done. Like, I don't feel like... I, with Skyrim, it's like, I'm going to go live in this world for a while. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But so, Skyrim is amazing. Like, There's not many games like Skyrim. Well, and I, I feel similarly uh, Fallout. Yeah, but I just 3. played through both the Fallouts again. Yeah. Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas back-to-back. And fuck me, they're great games. Yeah. Well, it really does look like they're announcing Fallout 4 soon. Oh, God, I hope so. I will buy a new console for Fallout 4, just like mm. I bought the 360 when Fallout 3 came out. Honestly, even if it does come out on the 360, I still think you should buy a new generation to play. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. That'll, but that'll be what does it for me. Mm. Absolutely. Then it, yeah. has to it has to be the next thing they're working on. Everyone wants it. It's Oh, it's, definitely. Yeah. It's free money for them. Look, well, Matt, the fact not, that it's you're... It's free money. <laughs> they do have to make the game. <laughs> yeah, but they're guaranteed a return on it. <laughs> True. Matt, the fact that you're not even enjoying Dragon Age on a level that I deem acceptable is really disappointing to me. Yeah. Because I just know it's going to sit there right next to Evil Within, oh. uh, both of which I've only played the intro mission, and I'll probably never put it back on again the problem is dragon age is very is great and it's got a very cool story but it's got so many side quests and fucking odds and ends and things to do and i'm the i'm the kind of person that for some reason like i don't i don't get this in skyrim like for the reasons that i that i mentioned like for some like i said when i i load up dragon age i feel like i've got this to-do list i've got to work my way down it 
And then once I've done all that stuff, I can progress the story some, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas for some reason with Skyrim, I feel like I can just do whatever I want. I don't feel obliged to do anything. Well, with Skyrim, I didn't know I actually finished a game. I didn't. Like, it was. <laughs> I don't I think can... that's a thing you can do. No, because I mean, no. when you finish the main mission, the game continues. Yeah, yeah. but it's not like it was a. So that's why, like, I've I never saw a mission. The main I went. Quest. I want to do that mission now. So it wasn't a real end to the game. Whereas Dragon Age, there is an end. Mm. I have never finished the main quest in Skyrim. Oh really? Hmm. That's one of the things that I. Oh man, the, to do. the the actual last final mission is pretty epic. Okay. Well, that's like, one you, of the, you will that's... enjoy it. That's one of the things I want to do in my new playthrough. So you're starting, yeah. uh, starting again with a new character? Yeah, I did, yeah. So you're not that disgusting cat this time? <laughs> no, I'm a, um, I'm a Nord. Ah, yeah. Uh, fighter. You got married I... yet? No, I'm not. No, I have an amulet of Mara, but I, I um, haven't... Just haven't found the right girl or I haven't guy. spoken... I haven't been to Riften yet to speak to that I... guy, so... Don't marry the same woman this time. No, I'm no. not going to. Marry no. someone else. Yeah. I will. And also, I'm trying. I'm, I've joined the Stormcloaks, and I'm trying to get the house in. Um, ah, yeah. Windhelm is it Windhelm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still need to go back and build my own house. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've done that as well. Yeah. Mm. Build. Yeah. yeah. What are the DLC for it? You could go and build a house. Oh wow! Yeah, because obviously, the... I obviously got the first house in um, Whitehelm or whatever it is, Breezeham. and then I had a beautiful big house in Solitude. Mm-hmm. But Do I we have a jingle for Skyrim house. real estate? <laughs> I think we might. <laughs> I don't know if we do, so I'll make one. Skyrim property ladder. That's not it. That's not. I don't want. I don't want to hear that with music. That's not it. You're making up your own. All right. I'll do. I'll, I'll do something. If you're looking for land in solitude, then you know exactly what you must do. Multiple Nerdgasm, your number one source for Skyrim real estate news. But yeah, I um. But fuck, yeah. man, do you guys remember when we were all playing, all four of us were playing Skyrim, and we were yep. all up to completely different parts, and we were so excited. Like, literally, I'd be at work every day wishing I was at home playing Skyrim. Yeah. It was just a brilliant game. It was just... And everyone's game was different. Totally well, different. I felt the same... Except for who we married. I felt the same yeah, about... it's so um... weird that we all married the same woman. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's weird. I felt the same way about Oblivion. Uh, Oblivion was mm. was amazing, but then Skyrim was the same, but, but better. Yeah. yeah, which is why I don't feel I can go back and play Oblivion. Yeah, like I'd love to play I Morrowind again, but there's so many things about... Like I Morrowind, do... the setting is amazing, but there's so many clunky things about the game that... I really need to go back and play Oblivion just so there's one more achievement I need to get 100% in there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. But... Uh... But yeah, I don't know, games. every time they release a game, so it goes Oblivion was great, and then Fallout came along, and that was even better, and then Skyrim, and just keep better and better every time. Yeah. Yeah, but then they went online. I don't know why everyone insists on yeah. doing this whole online thing, because they're actually releasing um, the Elder Scrolls online on the Xbox soon. Yeah. It's coming out as free-to-play straight away. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Just I know, stop it's like... all development on the online version and just... Bring out a new one. We've, mm-hmm. uh, we've, I think we've discussed this briefly, but I think everyone was saying, oh, I want to play Skyrim with my friends. I want to play Skyrim with my friends. And they went, all right, Elder Scrolls Online. It's an MMO. Yeah. Everyone was like, no, that's not no, what we not meant. No. I'd like to, I'd, like, I would love to play with you guys. 
I felt like, like just... I was playing with you guys. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. We just hadn't bumped into each other somehow. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That oh, you were cool, you were there the other day. Oh, I didn't see you. Yeah, I just missed you. I'll leave you a note. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they can. What we want, I don't think they can do. What co-op in Skyrim? No, no, no. But co-op where we can each sort of play our own game, but yeah. sort of play together at the oh, same like time. Drop in, drop out. Yeah, yeah, but kind of thing. Yeah. we're still playing our own game where it's our world, and yeah, I know. Yeah, imagine it's... we're just well, you're just playing your own game, and you're walking through the forest, and then you see someone coming towards you, and you're like, "Oh, hey, Dan," mm. and I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, buddy, so just uh, just killed a drogger, so yeah. just oh. uh, just off to sell some stuff I took off his corpse." Oh, did, you, did you want a hand or? I can carry some no, stuff for you. No, I'm fine. <laughs> all right. No, I'm all right. Where, where are you off to? I I've just got him down to this cave. Just I've been told that there's some sort of um witch down there. Oh. Yeah, so I'm just going down there to see if I can take care of her. Oh, you want like me to a, um like a hag raven? Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, it's Terry. <laughs> sorry, <How are> you <laughs> going? <laughs> hey, Terry. It's, it's Terry Smallshoe. <laughs> yeah, I was just um just down here south near Falkreath looking for the um the old Sasquatch. <laughs> I uh, oh, I didn't realise you were a fan of Skyrim. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know those those uh, giants that are around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're the um, they're the distant cousins of the Sasquatch. Oh, <laughs> of course they are. Yeah, you know, I think there actually is a Sasquatch quest in Skyrim. Uh, do they actually call it the Sasquatch? Ah, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> it's not the most informed uh, drop in that I've done on the show. <laughs> it's not the most ill-informed either, though. To be nah, fair, and nah, I'm generally pretty ill-informed. <laughs> Let's have a look here on the old internet. Oh yeah, um, Skyrim Bigfoot mod. Oh, it's a mod. Oh, it's a mod. Yeah. How do I add the D to Skyrim? What, like dicks? <laughs> I believe if you're looking for the Sasquatch, I believe um, Far Cry 4 might have that. Why don't you head over there and have a look? All right. I'm off. See you, See you, Terry. Bye. Bye, Terry. See you, Terry. Matt, you've hardly ever got anything to say when Terry's here. Are you? Do you not get on? Look, as I've explained, he lives... He's, he's living in apartment 32A now. I don't... I don't know how he got in here, I'll be honest. I locked the door. <laughs> um, the windows are shut because there's too much noise if I leave them open. Mm-hmm. Um, he just emerged from under the desk and uh, he's been hogging the microphone. Mm. Yeah, Terry. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of video games, um, an 11-year-old was making use of the, the new share play feature mm. what on the PlayStation. Play? Uh, it's a PlayStation thing. Luke, you probably don't know about it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where you can kind of hand control of your game over to somebody else on the internet. So it's the virtual counterpart to, hey, get me past this bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sort of like that. Okay. So um, now, an 11-year-old who was streaming on Twitch, uh, he was playing Destiny... And for some reason, he um, handed control of his character over to somebody online and then wandered off to, <laughs> to get something. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then when he came back, he discovered that um, two of his characters had been deleted. Uh, and the guy was attempting to sell off a bunch of his gear. <laughs> oh, God. So, oh, man. Yeah. Um, the, there was a video of this, um, which has been removed from YouTube now. Uh, but the video allegedly... Not allegedly. The video <laughs> showed... Um, him. Yeah, because he was captured on Twitch, right? Yeah, that's right. So the guy jumped on. Uh, the kid wandered off for some reason. Um, the guy started deleting yeah, characters. Yeah, that was an oversight. Then started um, selling all his legendary gear and shit. And then <laughs> the kid came back, um, quickly hit reset on the, um, the PlayStation, I believe. Uh, and then the, at the end of the footage, he's just kind of weeping. Um, <laughs> you know, the biggest problem I have with this, mm-hmm. it's not actually a troll, is why is an 11-year-old kid got a Twitch account and playing this game? Fair point. Hmm. It's an MA15 game. Uh-huh. There you um, go. Also, the whole interaction, there should be, there's a child lock. I know it's on the Xbox, so I assume it's the same on the PlayStation. Yeah. Where you lock out your ch- child speaking with people they don't know and things yeah. like that. See, Luke thought it was going to lock him up a few children. So, <laughs> <laughs> But no, I just I have, I have a whole problem with people letting their children play games that they shouldn't have and do yeah. this when... He's a good example of why they shouldn't be allowed to do it. Yeah. They might get, yeah. <laughs> they might get their shit sold and deleted by some arsehole on the internet. Well, I mean, look, look, this was a dick move. There's mm. no way to, to no, say no, I'm not that. saying it was nice But that or said, it was no, you're absolutely thing. right in that like an 11-year-old doesn't know to not trust people on the internet. Mm. Yeah. But even like the whole Twitch thing, that's broadcasting what you're doing to anyone who wants to log on. Yeah. Mm. They can listen to you, see you, watch what you're doing, and I just... I don't think that's something simple for an 11-year-old. And I'd be very surprised if Twitch lets 11-year-olds sign up. Mm. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm that's just fair. saying, maybe parents, mm. maybe keep a bit more of an idea on what your kids are doing. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh huh. And um, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. if you if you're out there using um, SharePlay on your PlayStation, you know, keep an eye out. There are there's there are people dicks. out there who want to do you wrong. Hmm. Who'd have thought? Hmm. And if you are a parent and your 11 year old uh, is on Twitch and uh, anyone can just log in and have a look at them at any time, uh, that might be something you want to avoid too. Yeah, true. Or if you're Mark Hamill. You know what? I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Yeah. Yeah, Mark can do what he wants. Yeah. (laughs) He's earned it. (laughs) See? (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. We have to talk about this now. But I can't pronounce his last name. Peter Molyneux. Molyneux. Yeah. (sighs) Peter Molyneux. He, he, He just can't do it, can he? Well... Yeah, he, he's got this... Um, Peter Molyneux, if you don't know, is the guy who came up with um, Populous and um, Black and White, famously, the Fable. God game. Fable, yeah, the Fable series. Um, uh, he, he's a very creative game designer. And he famously, unfortunately for him, 
<laughs> is known for kind of overselling his games. So he has he has great ideas, really, really creative, fantastic ideas that he's not able to execute. And if they could pull these guys off, these ideas off, it would be fantastic. Yeah, but he's often not able to execute them as he kind of said they would be delivered. So um, I was going to say recently. It's not recently. It's a few years ago now, I think, um, if I if I double check. Uh, it might be t- two years ago, maybe. Mm, the um, Kickstarter for um, Goddess, was it? Yeah, it was not only a Kickstarter. Well, there was a Kickstarter for a game called Goddess, which was going to be a new god game um, with a bunch of fancy, amazing features like online play and, and all this amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, it's nearly two there was years. This whole, wasn't this whole thing where everyone was able to click on a box and when the last when the person clicked on it at the right time, they got to become a god in the game or something? Yeah, that's right. And um, there was a kid who won the, um, the competition, we'll call it. Um, I've forgotten the guy's name. Uh, oh, mm. Brian Henderson. Brian Henderson won that competition to become the he, god of gods. And he was also meant to get a profit of the game or something. Yeah, he was supposed to get... It was a huge prize to win. Absolutely. So, um... Can I just have a guess? there? Do, do you mean Brian Henderson from National Line News? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Are don't. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I think it, it was... At the time, he was um, an 18-year-old kid. He's now 21. I think no, that can't be right. He must have. Been. <laughs> it's oh, it's eighteen months later. Yeah, okay. So it is. It is um, because yeah. Sorry, the he won the prize before the Kickstarter even happened. I think. Mm. So, but anyway, so, uh, how how much do you think he's gotten so far? <laughs> you know, if you were if you were to win a share of the um, you know, the profits from a game for the period that you were able to play as God in the game, how much do you think he's made so far? I don't know. 20,000? He's made nothing. Because. <laughs> because I, had a, so far, I had a feeling it was going to be zero. I had a feeling, but I, I, I took a step. Because and... so far they haven't been able to deliver that functionality in the game. And the contract states for the period that he is the god of gods, he will receive a revenue share. But unless they actually make that part of the game, he gets nothing. And and so far they haven't been able to do that. And Molyneux has moved on to new games. I love that. What kind of competition says, and if we don't get around to it, you just don't get anything? <laughs> right. I mean, that sounds like something we'd have on this show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, so people are annoyed at him, obviously. Some people have demanded their money back for the game. Because apparently, here's the thing, the game, they went to Kickstarter because... He didn't want to go to a publisher because he felt they'd have more freedom without a publisher. And he asked for, I think, £500,000 to make the game. He made over a million pounds. Then they ran out of money. And so he got so double what he needed. He got more than double. <laughs> and not only that, instead of going to a publisher then, what they did was they sold the mobile rights to a publisher... Not the PC rights, because they'd promised that the PC rights wouldn't go through a publisher. They got a mobile publisher to purchase the mobile rights, give them a bunch of money, and now the mobile version of the game is more functional than the PC version. Good God. So, he's copying a lot of flack about it, and um, I've linked to this Rock Paper Shotgun interview with him um, that I've accidentally just pasted over in a spreadsheet. (laughs) 
because <laughs> I hit the wrong button. But yeah, um, the rev- the interview is pretty brutal. Um, for example, the very first question um, the interviewer asks is, do you think you're a pathological liar? <laughs> and Molyneux oh. says, Molyneux says, oh, well, that's very... And he says, look, I know it's a harsh question, but it seems like it's an important question to ask because there seem to be lots and lots of lies piling up. Oh, <laughs> and, um, Jesus. Yeah, the interview moves on from there. And basically, it's it's a lot of Molyneux saying, he didn't lie, he just was mistaken, or he didn't know. And he says, no, he says it doesn't happen that way. And the guy says, well, let me quote back to you what you said in this interview. And Molyneux <laughs> says, oh, you're going to quote things at me. We could be here all day. <laughs> He's he got a big proof into the argument. <laughs> he doesn't come he out can of prove it. anything with proof. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't come out of it very well. And he even he at the end says, um, I'm very unhappy about how this interview went. And the guy says, yeah, I bet you are. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, we'll link to that. If you're interested, check it out. It's, I think it just goes to show that video games are hard. And mm. But this is coming from someone in the industry who should know. Well, that's one of the things the guy says is, right, if you asked for £500,000, right, you've made so many games. You've been in the industry for 20 years, right? People trusted you to he, know how much money you Populous needed. was one of yeah. the first games I ever played. Yeah, me too. Populous was amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, in I mean, fact, I could Fable barely well. understand how to play it when I was a kid. Yeah. But I played well, it anyway. It was it. so beautiful. Fable's amazing. I love Fable. Um, yeah, Fable's cute. And I think the, the difference with those games is, like... And like black and white, if you recall, black and white was the game where you played as a god and you, you know, you interacted with the your worshippers and you had a pet that could do things. And he originally did say that it was going to be a lot more advanced than it was, and it was kind of a weird game. It was very buggy and stuff. But at that point, people weren't paying their money beforehand with the promise of the game. It, we, we were able to wait until it came out because the publisher funded the, the creation. Yeah. Whereas now. He's said all this stuff. The game's going to do this. People paid in good faith, and it doesn't. And not only that, this guy um, who presumably has moved on with his life <laughs> was promised a revenue share. And he, he said in this interview, oh, I just assume I won't get that. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, I was told it was going to change my life. He also said in there's a, uh, an interview with him in Eurogame I'll link to as well, where he was flown over to... Um, to the studio to meet the developers and everything. Um, Molyneux was too busy to see him. So then he went to um, the pub with all the developers who just talked amongst themselves and ignored him. And then Molyneux didn't show up. So, All right, off to a good start. Why go through trouble of flying flying him there to do all that if it's not going to take five minutes? Well, he said um, he got to play an early version of the game, which he said, I'm paraphrasing... Um, but he said it was a bit shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. So it just goes to show, Kickstarter is a tricky thing. Um, we're doing ours, know. though. Oh, yeah, we're, we are doing ours. We absolutely are doing ours. We've got a yep. date locked in. It's all yep. happening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. So um, those of you who, who kicked in, Keep an eye out. Well, everybody keep an eye out, but those who kicked in, keep an eye out even more. Yeah, keep more yeah. eyes out. <laughs> yeah, keep both your eyes out. So, yeah, Peter Molyneux. 
I feel bad because I, I actually Tim Schafer posted an interview, uh, not interview, sorry, an update on um, on Broken Age because as, as I think we've discussed before, Broken Age is another game that had a Kickstarter and then had to ask for more money because uh, the way that they said it, the game ended up being bigger than they thought it was going to be, and I'm like, well, that's because you let it. Mm. Um, but he said he feels like people's anger towards Molyneux is unfair and that you know that's the nature of the game industry and stuff like that but again like you know he should have known better and because one of the things he said is they intentionally asked for a low figure because it's easier to get the Kickstarter passed with a low figure and if you don't then you don't get any money if you don't get what you asked for and so the interviewer says so you intentionally asked for less money than you needed so that you could get some money like even though you said that that's all you needed and he was like no 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 that's not what I said and then and then change the subject Mm. yeah sounds pathological to me Mm. I know and for the to clarify pathological just means you don't realise you're doing it but you lie all the time yeah so yeah yeah so you keep telling us Matt (laughs) <laughs> I've never said that before, Dan I know you keep insisting Where do we want to go next? We want to go uh, back into space We want to go to the KKK We want uh, <laughs> rap stars in trouble with the law Who's Killer in trouble robots. with the law? Well, we can, we can start there And we yeah. can talk about Vanilla Ice being arrested for burglary Ice Ice Baby? Yeah 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 this- well, he very famously squandered his money, so... Yeah. Yes, he did. Um, and he's been basically exploited by people ever since, trying to uh, cash in on the Vanilla Ice legacy. Yeah. Um, and he'll, he's, he'll take cash from anywhere, but he'll also take other things, as he proved. Um, <laughs> when he was uh, part of a reality show called The Vanilla Ice Project... So that sounds fantastic. And um, he orchestrated uh, him and his uh, crew. Uh, and I, I'm not sure whether they mean like rap crew or film crew. It's unclear. Um, to break back into the house they'd been filming at previously. Because uh, it had a lot of nice stuff in there. And, um, and steal it. Uh, and there's a, there's a list here of what he stole. So uh, if you're wondering what kind of... Stuff Vanilla Ice would risk his career and his freedom for. Uh, <laughs> the list is an iron table with a glass top, valued at four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Patio chairs, valued at one thousand right. dollars. Sofa, valued at one thousand dollars. Two bicycles, valued at four hundred dollars, <laughs> and a large mirror, valued at five hundred dollars. Jeez. Yeah, uh, he had also been trying to target a pool heater. Value at three thousand dollars. They saw him uh, looking at it longingly, <laughs> but that one, that one didn't make it out. Ice, what's that covetous look you've got on there? <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Just get your eyes so, off my heater. He claimed that uh, he assumed that because the house had been filmed in and was no longer being filmed in, yep. that everything inside it was up for grabs. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't realize that houses are rented from the people who own them and yeah. live in them by mm. film crews to <laughs> record television programs, and then afterwards are just lived in again by their owners. Yeah. And um, 
Yes, I, it, it just belongs to nobody now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess it belongs to me. I don't know why Vanilla Ice is Australian. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, ice, you, ice, baby. I just want to know if he actually honest, honestly believed this. Like, how much would it cost to hire a house for filming? Uh, it's probably a big house. It's probably a couple of grand a day. A couple yep. of grand a day. So he thinks yeah. that for a couple of grand, he goes in, and then the $20,000 worth of furniture in there is now up for grabs. Just up for grabs. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Luke. Can I yes. also just quickly say before we go on, and I yes. know what you're going to ask, and I do want to hear that, but I've just yeah. noticed uh, Vanilla Rice has many tattoos, right? Yes. That's fine. I like tattoos. He has the phrase wide open tattooed across his knuckles. <laughs> right. Uh, what, what's wide open? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well, that's how he gets, that's I, how he gets those fists inside. Should I Google it? <laughs> I don't know if you want wide, to Google it. Google vanilla ice wide open. Wide vanilla open. ice wide open. Just don't hit image search. I mean... If I... Look, here's the thing. If he gets convicted of this crime, he <laughs> is looking at jail time. Yeah, Like, right. legitimate jail time. Has and if I'm going to go to prison... Before, if I'm going to go to prison, the tattoo I don't want, the literally one <laughs> tattoo I right. don't want, is wide open. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, well... I can't let's... find a reason for it. All, everything's just pointing to his arrest. Yeah. I think... I think we're all wondering how Vanilla Ice could have done this better. Yeah, absolutely. So, so why don't we um, jump into a bit of... Um... While the other brothers are doing time, listen up, yo, it's cripple crimes. <laughs> Talk us right. through it, Luke. Well, I, I, I need a bit more information. That's why I'm just trying to quickly have a look. Right. Well, look, Luke, basically what it is... is he wants, he wants the layout of the, the property. That's what he wants. <laughs> yeah, you've been filming in a house... Uh, for a couple of months, let's say, TV show. Every day, you're in the house doing your filming and you're thinking to yourself, there's some pretty nice stuff in this house. There's oh, a, yeah. here you go. Heater. You don't leave it to the end. Because that's when they're <laughs> yep. coming in to check stuff. You start yep. sneaking stuff out, like, like, the second you get there. Just little bits and pieces every now and again. Right. Then at the end, you go, I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't here. We've been filming here this whole time. Someone else might have We've got people coming I haven't going seen all the that time. pool heater for months. You take no. one of the legs off a chair and go, oh, <laughs> broken chair. And then, and then one, by the end of it, you're just sitting on the ground going, well, what chair? Well, I would chair? assume that there was a lot of trucks coming in every day with lots exactly. of gear loading and unloading. Just at yeah. some point, just say, oh, I think these chairs have got to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, I think yeah. this is the... And you, well, because you've got chair. people constantly coming and going all the time, It's anyone could have taken it. But doing it after the fact, <laughs> yeah. after you've finished... I mean, have I, have I told you guys the story of the time I inadvertently helped somebody steal a whole bunch of potted pine trees from a 7-Eleven? No. <laughs> what? Have I not only not told this on the podcast, but I've actually never told you about this? I don't know. Okay, so a, a, a good friend of ours, uh, Styler, oh, <laughs> and I were about 15 years old, and we're sitting outside the 7-Eleven on the Great Western Highway near Cambridge Park. And there's these rows, two rows of pine trees that are kind of probably about two metres high. They're small pine trees, right? Two metres high. Yep. And um, 
Pine trees? Have I been saying pine trees this whole time? I mean palm trees. Right. Like desert island looking things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the things people put in a 7-Eleven in Penrith to classy up the place, right? Okay, yep. So we're sitting there. <laughs> we're drinking a Slurpee. And um, to be clear, we're drinking two Slurpees. We've got one each. We're not drinking <laughs> out of two straws in one Slurpee, just to be yep. clear. Um, guy pulls up in a, in a truck, comes out and says to us, you boys want to earn five bucks each? Help me load these trees into the truck. And we're thinking, five bucks each? That's a whole other Slurpee, right? <laughs> so uh, we give him a hand. We're loading these pine trees up into the truck. Palm trees. Fuck, what is wrong with me? We're loading the palm trees up into the truck. He shuts the back gate. He drives off. And as the guy inside the 7-Eleven hears the truck screeching out of the parking lot, he runs outside yelling, come back with my trees. (laughs) Then looks at us and says, the fuck did you help him for? (laughs) And that's when we realised that just because someone has a truck and confidence... They don't necessarily work there. Right. Yep. But that's how you would have carried out this crime. Exactly. Truck and confidence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All you need is a truck and confidence. (laughs) And you can get whatever you want. (laughs) Well, you know, speaking of theft, Mm. somebody else who's done a bit of theft, um, not now, but um, back in the 60s, I guess. Yeah. What hey, is it? Well, the, He's Neil Armstrong. You could probably pin it down to the exact year and date, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm sure we could figure out the exact day that he uh, stole a bunch of stuff from the moon. Yeah. Or from well, the moon mission, let's say. I was going to say, I don't think the stuff was on the moon. <laughs> and let's also say, he didn't necessarily steal it as just kept it. No, I think this <laughs> right. stuff was actually on the moon. I think it's just the stuff he was meant to leave there. It's not stuff that originally there was, was on the like, moon, no. Oh, someone dropped their wallet. I'll take, I'll take the money. I'm having that. this. Yeah. No, but... It, uh, okay, so... Neil Armstrong died one or two years ago. Um, of AIDS? From complications due to AIDS. <laughs> and it was only recently that his wife discovered, while going through his closet... Uh, that he had a bag of moon shit and some that he had that he had never told anyone about, um, and whole <laughs> moon heap, shit, a whole heap of uh, really bizarre pornography. But that that didn't get <laughs> donated to the museum; only yeah. the moon shit did. Uh, and it's everything from cameras to torches, uh, cables, what else? Just moon artifacts, really. Just stuff mm. that for some reason he kept it. Uh, some of it is still covered in moon dust. Huh. Is, so that, a, is that what he calls his semen? <laughs> okay, no, I do have uh, a question, though. I can understand sneaking this into the shuttle. How the hell did he get it out when he got back? Wouldn't they have gone over every sort of piece of item he had? Well, look, I mean, the items were stored in uh, what astronauts call their McDivitt purse. And I don't know how it got that name, but it's basically a like a white canvas bag. Maybe there's some unspoken rule that you don't look in another man's McDivitt purse. Well, Luke, why don't you tell us how you would have done it? <laughs> While the other people are doing it's crimes. Well, I, I don't think I need to. He did it successfully. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, but I'll reverse that jingle. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sorry, my bad. Look here, he didn't get caught. He he got away with this. Scott free. So what you're saying is Neil Armstrong, master criminal. Yes. yes. Well, he got away with it, or he was murdered because of it. <laughs> oh. Well, mm. we have discussed on this podcast before that AIDS is probably a chemical weapon developed by the government. On the moon. On the moon. <laughs> yeah. Have we discussed so, that before? That it's a chemical weapon developed by the government? Probably. I mean, that's that's <laughs> what like I so, that's what I really podcast. think. So I'm sure we've talked about it. Yeah, it sounds like something we'd say. I mean, so what you're saying, Luke, is that the moon is covered in AIDS, <laughs> and that that Neil Armstrong contracted AIDS while on the moon. Is that what you're saying? I don't. Quite think it is, but sure, why not? Maybe him and Buzz were sharing needles on On the moon. moon. (laughs) I wish Dave was here because he would get horrifically offended at us bad-mouthing the astronauts like this. He's really, really pro-astronaut. He doesn't like to hear the (laughs) the truth about them. Yeah, he's an astronaut. I remember recently somebody gave Buzz Aldrin a Tamagotchi and said, there you go, have a play with that. And he's like, yeah, great, pretty fun. What? And uh, and they said, you know, that's got more uh, got more processing power than the computer that put you on the moon. And uh, he was not amused by that analogy. Well, people say that, but um, they got to the moon. Mm. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your point? Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, that, that's fine. So what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was forty years ago. Yeah, take that burn. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you'd showed me a Tamagotchi in the sixties, maybe yeah, I would have be been impressed. I put that in my shuttle. But showing me it in 2004, hmm. or whenever it was, I don't know. When did Tamagotchis go out of fashion? <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't Tamagotchis 90s? Maybe, maybe. There's a so great people, episode of Double the Fist where the ghost of one of the guy's Tamagotchis come back and demanded to know why he stopped feeding it all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, before, I mean, we're getting close to, um, to closing time here, I think. But um, before we do, I'd like to engage in a bit of foreshadowing. Oh, why not? So there's a film uh, that's that's playing at the moment. It's come out. Uh, it's based on a, a famous, I guess you could say, book. Star Wars? Mm. Uh, no, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> and in fact, the famous book is um, it's actually based on an even more famous book. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sort of. Is it more famous? I think they're both equally famous now. They're, um... I think they're famous in different areas. Different <laughs> audiences. And yet maybe not. Hmm. So I'm talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Obviously. Well, not obviously. Yeah. But I am. <laughs> yeah. And, um, it's obvious to us and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, in... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just read the next article down. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you can take this one, I'll take the next one. <laughs> All right, so sure, look, 
<laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey movies coming out, and and then just this little piece of trivia: um, hardware stores are running out of rope and duct tape uh, right. because people are stocking up on rope, tape, and cable ties. Uh, no, I haven't seen this piece of shit, nor will I. But uh, mm. evidently, that's what they use to practice bondage on each other. I've mm. said on this podcast before. I think that anyone who has to get into bondage is just not good at sex. Um, <laughs> if you've got to go to that length to turn yourself on, you just don't have an imagination. But mm. uh, you know, to each his own. And uh, yeah, chain hardware stores are overstocking in these items because they know that this is going to have an influx of people that have never thought to try out anything kinky before. Yeah. Yeah, well, you may not watch it or read it, but you will hear about it. Uh, I'll talk more about that after we discuss the next article, which is also related to the um, to the film, Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, um, there was a screening of Fifty Shades of Grey. Everyone was all excited um, about seeing the film finally. Mm. Um, what they didn't expect to see was a woman... Pissing and shitting herself everywhere. Uh, right now, was I'm she not talking too excited by it. <laughs> I'm not talking about the film. I'm talking about a woman who was uh, apparently very drunk, and um, and just lost control of every bodily function during the film. Like, I like to imagine it's from excitement, Jeez. but she just and and they've said that they made she made such a mess that they had to stop the screening, refund everybody, and, and close the cinema down for the day. That oh. Close that cinema. So that it could be dealt with. Jesus. Yeah. It was a, it, the, a quote from, uh, from one of the people in the cinema. There was no way they could just clean it up there and then. It would, it's a specialist job. So the film was stopped, and everybody had to leave. It was so disappointing. We'd really been looking forward to seeing it after reading the books. Uh, it was reported that paramedics were called in to assist the unnamed woman. Um, yeah, and uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, like uh, this quote here from one of the other people who saw the film: "We all expected to see Christian Gre- Gre- uh, Christian Grey gag Anastasia as part of the plot. We certainly didn't expect to be gagging ourselves because of the stench. <laughs> <laughs> she lost control of everything." Including all bodily functions, bodily fluids, rather. Sorry, what do you mean fluids. everything and all bodily well, fluids? That's what what else did she fluids? lose control? Yeah. She just she was she vomiting as well. She was just exploded everywhere, and like they had to call paramedics. So I assume she was very ill. Mm. Jesus. Well, no, I'll stop you there. You do have to be very ill to suddenly expel from every orifice. <laughs> True. I mean, I don't know what your day to day. Uh, movements alike, but no, well, I mean that doesn't really. Yeah, I mean two off. I draw the line at two orifices. But what did it? <laughs> I'm just sort. Of, would it put you off even going back to see it? Well, you're gonna have... say, well, no. Yeah. See, I wonder if these people are now going to associate bondage with pissing and shitting everywhere. Mm. So you know, like uh, like Pavlovian response. They're, they're you yeah. know, going to be in the bedroom with a future partner who's going to say. Why don't we try something a bit, you know, kinky? Get out the cable ties, and they're just going to shit themselves, literally. I know that any time anybody mentions Fifty Shades of Grey to me, I vomit and piss and shit at the same time. <laughs> well, listeners, <laughs> you're going to enjoy our upcoming <laughs> special episode. With that in mind, yeah. So, as we've done before. Uh, 
I, for some reason, <laughs> take on the uh, the task of... You're taking one for the team. Yeah. Mm. So I have, I've begun to read Fifty Shades of Grey. And I like have... our saviour, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins, Matt is reading this so that we don't have to. That's oh, right. Or is he? Is this just the reason he's saying... Because remember the Twilight yeah. episode? Because to be fair, we didn't ask him to do this. Yeah. And the Twilight <laughs> episode, that was an afterthought. This came after he'd watched all the movies and read the books. It wasn't a, I'm going to. So Yeah, fair enough. Now look, I, um, I started reading the book. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I don't particularly <laughs> want to keep reading it, but I will. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, maybe it gets better, but so far it's shit. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I, w- I will try and finish it um, so that I can I can talk about it. it's um it's it's hard because I I was already reading The Stand by Stephen King which I which I like a lot mm-hmm. yeah and then yeah. and then thought oh, I got to read Fifty Shades for the podcast so I have to stop reading The Stand <laughs> on my public commute. You know what? Day. I want you to write a letter to Stephen King. <laughs> I will and tell him that you put his book down to pick up housewife pornography. I will try and contact Stephen King to inform him and hopefully we can get a statement from him for that episode. I'll do my best. I don't know how available he is for that kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, so listeners, if you're, um, if you're on the fence about Fifty Shades, well, we've got you covered. I'm, gonna, I'm taking one for the team. I'm going to read the book. And then I'm going to watch the movie. Uh, and then, unfortunately, I've also got the two sequels to read as well, if I'm up for it. I don't know if I am at this point, because, like I said, it's it's pretty shit. I'm not even sure I was aware. Well, why don't we sort of do it in line with the movies coming out? Oh, like one at a time? Yeah. Hey, that's not bad. Maybe all we have to do is keep them interested in between for a little while. Well, yeah. for, I assume they'll, they'll spread them out over years, because, you know... I don't know. I think they're probably they want to hurry up on this because I think the the fuss about it's going to die very quickly. Yeah, well, it's because it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't well, know that. We'll find out shortly. <laughs> True. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. No. Sp- sorry. Spoilers. It's gr- it's yeah. I, I can't reveal my opinion at this point. <laughs> um. Okay. So just before we go, I just want to say one last thing. Sure. For mm-hmm. all the people who've requested mugs, I've finally got everyone's address, and I'll be sending them out this week. I've got one more. Fabulous. I've got one more address for you. I'll be sending that one out as well this week. Yeah. All right. Good. And um, the um, I summon rewards are on their way, um, uh, and the winner of the Witcher T-shirt, Simon, um, who actually sent me a message earlier saying thanks. Saying, where's my fucking t-shirt? <laughs> right. Well, he's in the UK, right? He's going to have to wait. I'm sorry, Simon. <laughs> he's in the UK. He's freezing. Yeah. And he needs he needs the extra layer. Yeah, that's true. But, um, well, he deserves it. Yeah. It was a good story. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's well, I can't wait well. to hear it. So, yeah. Well, listen to last week's podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. The, the mugs are done. We're not sending out any more mugs. Am I right? Um, I don't know. I have to have a look and see how many I have left. For fuck's sake. But All right, when you do next get week. your mug... Send it into the Facebook yep. slash multiple nerdgasm and mm-hmm. we will make a gallery of people drinking out of their mugs. Yep. Doesn't matter what you're drinking out of it. Yep. So send them facebook.com slash multiple nerdgasm or just search for Facebook. Twitter.com slash mnerdgasm. 
Um, multiplenerdgasm.com is the website. You can email us at podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Uh, what have I missed? Uh, to call us. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, so for... Yeah, uh, don't... Yeah, can't forget that. Uh, or just text dick pics, as yeah. always. Hmm. Oh, uh, by the way, with my Snapchat, Cripple4... Oh, yeah. Um, we can ease up on the dick pics a little. You can send me some other pictures. That'd be great. Oh, you've had enough dick pics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Time to mix it up a bit. All right, you've had two weeks of penises. Mm-hmm. Let's... Let's go vaginas for two weeks. Yeah. All right. So anyone with a vagina, take a cheeky pic and send it through to Cripple4. Yeah. doesn't have to be your Snapchat. vagina. Snapchat. It could be one you acquired somehow. How do you acquire a yeah. vagina? Yeah. Oh. Jesus, that Mate, was there are, brutal. There are websites for everything, Dan. Everything. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.